0: Good morning, morning. Redemption Hill, La Habra. I knew I'd get one cheer for that, at least. (laughs) I was pretty sure where it would come from. We're really, really glad that you're here this morning, and I know that this is a different morning, so let me just say it's okay if it's a little noisy, it's okay if it's a little squirmy, and kids, it's okay if you're a little squirmy and noisy, too. We are this morning celebrating our first six months here as a church in La Habra, and that's a big deal. Some of you are thinking you're bad at math. Technically, it's seven months and a week, But that's a weird anniversary to celebrate, so we're just saying it's a belated six-month anniversary. Actually, it's eight months because we were meeting here before we were officially meeting here. So it's actually eight months, but we're going to call it our six-month celebration. And if you were to walk into the back this morning, you'll see pictures from the last year of this family as we've gathered together and done church together as we attempt to be the church together. So thank you for being here this morning. I'm excited that you're here. I promise I'll try to keep this brief, but today is a day for us to celebrate. Today should feel like a party for our church family, and this morning um, we're going to sit down and just kind of have a a talk, just kind of a family conversation this morning, because it seems appropriate at about this time that we would sit and talk together our children are with us this morning. Those who would normally be teaching our children are with us this morning because they're part of our family and because it's important for them to be a part of this conversation and for them to celebrate with us this morning. Because we're all together this morning, it's not only going to be brief, but we're going to try to break up this conversation with music and with some videos just so that for those of you, with little ones, it's not quite as hard for them to pay attention, and for you adults who it's always hard for you to sit through my 30-minute sermon, you won't have to sit through quite that much this morning. So we're going to try to make this fun, we're going to try and make this easy for you. Let me just say something really briefly for those of you who are visiting with us, or those of you who have been attending, but only briefly. It's good that you're here. It's good you're here this morning to kind of listen in to our family conversation. This is the morning where you get to hear a little bit of our story. You get to hear a little bit of our history. This is kind of like when you come over to our house and there's laundry on the couch. That's okay. It's kind of like, hey we're all family here, this is all right. We want you to hear what we're about. We want you to hear our story because we want you to be, feel welcome to be a part of our church family. So I'm gonna tell you our story. I'm gonna remind you a little bit of our story, and a little bit of why we're here this morning, because it's important for us to remember. And we're going to look back at where we've been, and we're going to look ahead to where we are going as a church family this morning. I like to think that our church was founded on prayer, that our church was built on a foundation of prayer. This campus of Redemption Hill Church was prayed over and talked about for many years. For a hundred days before we launched this campus, 70 of you in this room prayed every day for a hundred days straight for this church in La Habra. We prayed for a launch team of a hundred people. We secretly hoped it would be 125. When we launched, we had 161 that came with us to La Habra to do this thing, to be the church in La Habra. We prayed for a location that would meet our needs. Many of you, myself included, were not super excited about the idea of trying to pull off church in a high school. But Sonora has been an unbelievable church home for us. It has been a great church home and it's allowed us to grow without really being worried about it. In fact, if you think back, for those of you who are here, many of the locations that we seriously considered, we would have outgrown before we launched. And almost all of them we would have outgrown by Christmas. So praise God that we're here with all this room (laughs) to grow as a family. When we launched, we launched just like this. Our first Sunday ever here was just all of us together as a family, all in the room together. On September 7th, we began officially meeting here, and we talked about three things those first three weeks. We talked about the gospel, we talked about being a family, and we talked about our mission here There's one other thing that we talked about, and that was donuts. We talked a lot about donuts. We advertised that we would have donuts, but we're killing that one. We're doing that one every week, so we're not going to talk about that this morning. We talked about gospel, family, and mission, so let's talk about those for a second. Since that Sunday in September when we started meeting here, we're here every Sunday. Every Sunday, God is worshiped in this place. In a public high school, God is worshiped and the gospel is proclaimed here. Every week. Every Sunday, a group of individuals meet to pray. They meet to pray here that the truth of the gospel would sink deeply into our hearts every week. For those that know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and for those that don't, that the truth of the gospel would have an impact on us and would change us. What does that look like? What do we even mean when we say that? Well, that we would be every Sunday a place where God is proclaimed, where the truth that God motivated out of his deep, deep love for us, would send Jesus, not only to die in our place, not only to pay the price to redeem us, but also to take away the fear of death and invite us into his eternal family. And our hope and our prayer is that when we hear that every week, and as we remind each other of that every week, we are inspired and encouraged and changed from the inside. That team that prays every week prays for you, They pray for the prayer requests that you fill out on your connection card every week. They pray for everyone that comes in here that they would be changed by the gospel. They pray for our kids who will be taught the word of God. They pray for the teachers who will teach them. They pray for Dr. Bailey, the principal of Sonora. They pray for the teachers and students of Sonora High School. Every week they pray. We talked about becoming a family Not only that we would come together and proclaim the gospel, but we talked about becoming a family. Last November, we celebrated as members of our family, AJ and Melissa were baptized and proclaimed their faith in Jesus Christ as their own. And there were over a hundred of us there to celebrate and share a meal and stay late into the night and throw a party for those who had entered the kingdom of God. And praise God, we have four or five more members of our family who are ready to be baptized this summer. How cool is that? We celebrated Christmas Eve here together as a family. And we invited our friends and our neighbors to come and join us to celebrate the birth of our Savior. And some of those friends and neighbors came and some of them stayed and are part of our church family today. Praise God for that. We celebrated together as members of our family went out to Cambodia to share the gospel. And praise God, they came back and they told us of what God is doing around the world to spread the gospel and bring people into his family. And we got to be a part of that as a church family. Every week, there are about 180 of you who meet together in life groups, sharing meals with each other, praying with each other, laughing together, talking about what it looks like to be a follower of Jesus. The hard things and the good things about what that means. We get to be inspired by each other and inspire each other to be followers of Jesus and learn what that means. I believe that God is beginning to knit us together as a church family. And my hope and my prayer is that he's starting to give us a heart that looks a lot like his own heart. That we would become people that look more and more like Jesus because we get to come together and do this together and remind each other that that's why we're here. So we said that the gospel would be proclaimed here, not only here, but by the people that are a part of this family. We said that we wanted to be knit together as a family of people who love the Lord and share a common mission. We talked a lot about the mission of God and what that means for us here in La Habra. We said we weren't just coming here to meet together and go to church on Sundays. That's what we said. We said we weren't just going to come here and put on a church service every week, that we were going to be the church in La Habra. And we talked a lot about what that means and what that looks like. Can I just say this? We said that was going to be really hard. We said it was going to be really easy to slip back into old routines and just attend church and see that as fulfilling our obligation before the Lord to just show up. Because a lot of you are working hard, and a lot of you are doing a lot of things, and it's really easy to say, I filled my quota of stuff to do. We said it was going to be hard, to not just do church, but to be the church. And I think we were right. I don't think we knew how much time and energy and resource it would take just to do church, let alone to be the church. Some of you are tired. (laughs) of doing church in a high school because you're worn out. Some of you might be even a little bit discouraged. So let me remind you of what we said we wanted to do and what we said we wanted to be. I was looking through some of our earlier conversations together and I came across this. I want to read it to you. This is what we said. Our hope is that Sunday morning will serve as a rallying point for God's people Our desire is to come with an expectation of how God will move, of how he will encourage, and of how he will shape us. Sunday morning is the place to bring our hurts and our stories of what God has done, to hear from his word and to worship him together. That's why on your connection card, we ask you to tell us, what is God doing in your life? Tell us a God story so that we can be encouraged by what God is doing in and through you. That's why we say share your prayer requests with us. Share your hurts. Share what's hard for you right now because we want to pray for you and be an encouragement to you. That's why our connection cards say tell us if you're here for the first time because we want to invite you. We want to welcome you into our family because you belong here and we want you to be a part of what we're doing. We want to invite you into the mission. That's why our connection cards say how can I serve? I'd like to find a place to serve. We want to tell you yeah. If you want to be a part of this church family and you want to serve somewhere? We've got stuff you can do, and we'd love for you to do that with us. Our hope is that Sunday morning would be a pep rally for the people of God in La Habra, that as we live on mission for God as individuals and as families, as kids, as parents, as grandparents, as students, we live for God during the week, and we realize it's really hard to do that in this world, that we would come back together on Sunday and we'd be encouraged Hey, there's 240 other people that are doing that with me. And we're all worshiping God together and we all realize that this is important and that this is a big deal. That's why we invite you to be a part of a life group. So that you can be with others, have regular contact during the week with people who are trying to do this with you. Because we recognize that it's hard. It's not easy to do. We said we're here because God loves the people of La Habra. And we want to be the ones that get to tell them that. We want to get to tell the people of Lahabra that God loves them desperately and tell them what he's done because of that and what he invites them into. So here's the question. I'm going to invite our worship team to come up. They're going to sing a song right now. And I'm going to come back and I'm going to give you a challenge. But here's the question I have for you this morning. How are we doing? Seven months and one week later, how are we doing? How are you doing? You tired this morning? Discouraged this morning? You excited about what God is doing? You encouraged by what he's doing? How are we doing, church? Listen to this song, and I want to give you some encouragement and challenge this morning.
1: Sorry. Uh, this, this song um, is called, uh, Called Me Higher, and just a note about it really quick. Um, when I first heard this song a couple of months ago, uh, the words really struck me because I thought it really reflected our story, kind of the story that, that our family um, and, and our broader Lahabra Church family has. because the words say things like this, I could just sit I could just sit and wait for your goodness and hope to feel your presence. I could just stay where I am and hope, uh, hope to feel you, hope to feel something again. I could hold on, I could hold on to what I am and never let you change me from the inside, but you've called me higher, you've called me deeper, and I'll go where you lead me, Lord. And those words just sounded like that's what we're doing, that's what we've done. We've said in a lot of ways we're going to turn away from what was easier and comfortable and do something that's hard and <laughs> offer it as, a, as an offering to, to God. And... Um, and so it was really kind of, it felt like it was, it's, it's all our story. We all kind of have that same choice to make, right? To either hold on or to let go and let, let God take us where he's leading us. Um, so the question, I thought the question or the response for me and maybe for all of us is that line, I'll go where you lead me, Lord. Is that, is that true? Will I go where you lead me, Lord? Will you go where God leads you? So let's worship together.
2: I could just sit, I could just sit and wait for all your goodness, hope to feel your presence. I could just stay, I could just stay right where I am and hope to feel you, hope to feel something again. i could hold on i could hold on to who i am and never let you change me from the inside i could be safe oh i could be safe here in your arms and never leave home never let these walls down but you have called me higher you have Call me deeper, and I'll go where You will lead me, Lord. You have called me higher. You have called me. I could hold on I could hold on to who I am and never let you change me from the inside I could be safe oh I could be safe here in I will be your
0: Thank you. Scott, Joe, team. I had uh, come into this morning and preparing for this morning, praying that God would encourage me. Because if I can just be really honest with you, this is hard, what we're doing here, and I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired. And sometimes I'm a little discouraged thinking, what is it that we're doing that is really making a difference? Are we doing what we said we came here to do? And I prayed that God would encourage me. And so, Scott, thank you for that song. And thank you for that voice and for giving that to this church because um, you speak to us, I think, the words of God. So thank you for that song and for what you shared this morning. God has called us to do something great, to be a part of his kingdom. And we have a very limited time here on earth to do that. Because he's invited us into his family and he is preparing a place for us and waiting for us to be with him. And that's going to be here before we know it. And we have a limited amount of time to participate in God's work here. And so my hope and my prayer is that we would be excited and engaged and changed by the truth of that, and it would motivate how we live and what we do, and that we would not just show up on Sunday morning, but that we would be excited to be a part of the family of God and to be on mission with Him, whether that's here or whether that's in Cambodia or whether God leads us somewhere else that we would go where He's called us. So here's my concern, church. Here's my concern for us. That we would say these things and we would say, we would remind you, hey, remember we said we were going to do all this stuff. We were going to be the church. We were going to live on mission. We were going to be radical. And that you would say, okay, well, tell me what more I need to do. Tell me what more I need to do because I want to follow God and I want to be a good Christian, so tell me what more I need to do. Maybe I'm doing a lot already. Just give me another assignment most of you are already doing a lot. My hope is that as a church, we would only ask you to do the things that would help us to be who God wants us to be. Because I don't think this is about what God wants us to do. I think this is about who God wants us to be. As followers of Jesus in our community, in our families, in the world, who does God want us to be? That's why we're here, So we would hope everything that we do helps us to be who God wants us to be. So kids, let me just ask you, when you go to Sunday school on Sunday mornings, why are your teachers there? What do your teachers do? Noah. That's right. They're trying to teach you about Jesus so that you can be the kind of man someday that God wants you to be. That's why they do what they do so that you can be who God wants you to be. Why does our hospitality team set up donuts every week? Buy donuts and brew coffee and put on name tags and welcome people and give you a worship folder. They do all that so that we can be the kind of family that we think God wants us to be welcoming and inviting so that when you come here you feel like you belong. Why does our setup team do what they do every week and the guys that drive the trailer so faithfully and the people that are here early every week setting up and running sound and all of those things, why do they do that? So that we can be a family that gathers together to worship our king every week and proclaim him every week in this place. Why do our life groups exist? Why do we do that? Why do we put people together into these small groups? It's so that we can be followers of Jesus, so that we can be genuine disciples And we can be with other people who are trying to do the same thing and we can get real with each other and talk about how this is not easy and how I need people to do this with me. The focus can't be on what we're doing. The focus has to be on who we're being. Followers of Jesus in a broken world that desperately needs to know how much he loves them. Part of that is being a part of this family, caring for this family, investing in this family. So if you're here this morning and you're like, well, I'm not doing anything, we've got stuff for you to do. That's not a problem. That's why we have all that stuff in the back there to say, here's all the stuff we're doing. You're welcome to be a part of it. But there's a reason it says why we're doing it. Because we have to do it with a purpose or else why do it at all? If you were to ask me, how are we going to be the church in La Habra?" I would point you to three things. I would point you to three things this morning. I would say, Embrace the gospel. If you want to be a follower of Jesus in La Habra, how do you do that? You embrace the gospel. What does that mean? That, ex- that means I expect every part of my life to change because of the truth of what God has done in my life. That's what it means to embrace the gospel. That means you come here on Sunday prepared to worship your King because of what he's doing in your heart and in your life and through you. So we would embrace the gospel. The second thing I would say is be a part of our family. Maybe you're already part of a life group. If you're not, join one. Be a part of our family. Get real with people. Be real about what this looks like for you. Some of you are in a life group and you're not real with the people in your life group. You're not even sharing because you're embarrassed at the questions you have because they seem too simple. Or you're embarrassed by the life that you're leading because it doesn't seem godly enough. Well, you're not helping yourself and you're not helping us unless you're being genuine. So share your questions that feel silly and share your brokenness because we're all there. That's the beauty of the gospel. That's the beauty of the gospel. The last thing I would say is join the mission. Join the mission of God with us in La Habra. That means love people like Jesus. That's the simplest way I could think to put it. And if you would just indulge me for a minute, I want to give you an assignment, and I want to encourage you in this way. If we're going to love people like Jesus as a church, what does that look like? Here's an idea. There are, on any given Sunday, about 240 of us in this place, and I'm going to exclude infants and very, very young kids from this assignment, okay? And I'm not great at math, so I'm going to make it a round number. Let's say 200. That's very conservative. Let's say there are 200 of us that can accept this mission that I'm about to give you, 200 of us that can wake up every morning and say, Lord, who do you want me to love like Jesus today? One person, give me one name. It could be someone in my family. It could be one of my children. It could be a parent. It could be a barista, a teacher. It could be someone I don't even know that I'm going to run into today that needs to experience your love through me. Give me one name. I'm going to love one person today. We can all do that. Can you imagine... That's 200 intentional interactions a day through this church family alone. That's 200 people a day being loved in the name of Jesus Christ by this church family alone. And if I said, you don't have to love anyone on the weekend, because I'm really bad at math, you don't even have to love people on the weekends. Just Monday through Friday, pick one person a day. I don't care who it is, and you love them like Jesus. That's 1,000 people a week just through this family, being loved in the name of Jesus Christ. Isn't that amazing? If we were doing that every week, we'd have a reason to celebrate every Sunday when we walk into this place. Look at what God is doing through his family, in our community, through his people. Wouldn't that be awesome? Let's do that. Let's be that. That's how we are the church in La Habra. That's how we would be the church in La Habra. I said it'd be brief. Here's the last thing I'm going to say, and it's quick. But there's one more thing I have to say this morning to you, and that's thank you. Thank you for being a part of this family. Thank you for what you give to be a part of this family. Thank you for being here because I love you guys, and I love being a part of this family. And I cannot do this on my own. This is hard to do, and I know that I would not be as purposeful in doing it if it weren't for you, and if it weren't for my family and the people in my life group and the people in my church family. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of this family. Praise God that he's invited us into his family. And let's let that change who we are. Let's let that sink in. And let's do this. Let's do this well. Let's be his people in our community and love people like Jesus. Can we do that? Let's do that.